there's a, a story you can make out of this that is a sob story. And then there's a story you can make out of this that's a hero story. What gift are you gonna get from this injury? I was in pain that I had never felt before. It's not enough just to be alive. Nobody watching, not me, not you, none of us get out of here without some real challenges. And yours aren't finished. And you're in the middle of some right now. But you can always go back to that. That's what you're living for. Yo. Hi, Mike. So, How's it going? How are you? I am good. I you? am in a wheelchair right now. Wow. Um, because wow. I had a freaky ski oh. injury. But okay. uh, I want to ask you, how was your rehab after um, your rattlesnake bite? What did you do? What advice do you have for me? Um, and how do I keep myself keep, like, how do I keep going? Sure, absolutely. First of all, tell me your name and where you are. First I'm uh, Richie. I'm from and Boston. And you have zero idea how much I love you, man. Thank you. I love you too. You say your name is Richie? Did yeah. I hear you correctly? Yeah. yeah. Richie in Boston. And, and, and what's the deal with, with your leg? I got too freaky while skiing. Okay. And uh, I broke my knee and like um, a couple of like fractures over the leg. Um, and I'm like pretty adrenaline, like adrenaline junkie and all that shit. So this happened. Um, I've been in good spirits, but like your videos motivate me all the time. Amazing. Well, the good spirits can really heal you. The one thing is you're going to heal. You're going to heal. You're going to get better. And so it sounds like you already know that. There's a, a story you can make out of this that is a sob story, which you're not doing. I don't hear that at all from you. And then there's a story you can make out of this that's a hero story. What chapter are we adding to your story where this leg injury happened? What good is going to come out of this injury? How are you going to come out of this stronger? Why, how did this happen for you? As Byron Katie says, life happens for you, not to you. So these are some questions I want to ask you because I know you're in good spirits, but there's even another level to take it. I mean, that, that's really important, right? Is to be able to laugh. There's the famous Norman Cousin story. You know, he healed himself with laughter. And so, but what? But even there's another level. Like, wh what gift are you going to get from this injury? From this I think injury? there's a big learning for me. I travel a lot. I travel like a maniac. Um, I was supposed to be in Portugal five days before this injury, and then I was supposed to go to Canada. I think I've been to like 15 countries this year. I was just like traveling a lot, and I have not, never been home. So just like my favorite song ever, Home, I feel like um, I like I had to be here. Like my knee's broken so that I can be home. I can like be with my friends, I can chill, and I can like try to, you know, just enjoy this beautiful city. I wish I could show, oh, I can show you. That's my city, Mike, Boston. Let's go. I really appreciate you. I, I don't know if I'll ever see you live again. Please drop I'm Still Here. That's one of my favorite songs sometime. And I cannot tell you how much I love you, man. You've really been an impactful person in my life. And three years ago on my birthday, I was like listening to one of your songs, cried, and that changed my life like that. So I really, 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 really appreciate you just existing and being Thank you. out there. Thank you. What, what Thank song you. was it? Uh, at that what, time, it was Move On. Was so we, I started with Move On and Live Before I Die. I watched them in sequence. Yeah. And then... I um, 
are like I remember like just listening to a real good kid and one go things are just like things just really really like empowered me and um, like the way I am right now is a, a lot different than what I was before man mm. so I really appreciate you this mm. is legit unbelievable for me Richie tell me tell me what connected with you and move on in that moment why why it made you emotional yeah why, i think i've been uh, i've been through a lot in life i think move on was about you your dad passing away your friend passing away i had some similar struggles especially with mental health um that, that it's just like it was and it, i still have all of that but i really could not find a place to you know like move on and I always have this energy in me but there's also always like that dip but Jesus Christ like watching move on watching you like walk across America and live before I die just invigorated something in me and it's very meaningful thank you man what what changed after that on that day itself i canceled all my crazy birthday plans i went for a hike that same day in the morning um I what first I wept I wept like a maniac and then I went for a hike and then ever since then I have been I always solo travel and it's always like full of a lot of you know jumpiness and, and all that stuff but after that my wellness has also like gone way up like I've every single trip I take I include some part of wellness to it there's like just um uh doing like walking in a circle i can add an intention like an intention that i want to do like i want to leave some bad bad part of me and come out good again small small things that you've invigorated in me and yeah it's uh, my life has like i've learned so much and you've given me a starting point man thank you thank you bro it's a pleasure to me and i didn't do it you know the song the song that you did it the song the song connected with you and just just gave you a little spark but but you di- you did it and it's really cool to talk to you today. Thank you for sharing all this. And listen, I think you said it, man. You you asked like, what is your advice for the injury and from my snake bite? And and it, it's pretty clear, you know. It's like life wants you to learn how to how to be happy at home, and so just do your best to do. That. I know for guys like us, we're wired to go, and so sometimes staying still is the hardest thing for us. And so you got a wonderful opportunity now to be better at staying still. And uh, you'll do it. You're doing it. And I got a lot of love for you back, man. God bless. What an inspiration watching you along your journey. Um, you know, that first that walk across America, and then you getting all into that climbing. I had, I'd been running for years. Um, I was climbing Rainier, so I was totally stoked when you got into climbing and you hit Rainier. Yeah. <clears throat> it just felt like you hit that spot spot and then you kept going man that is a it's a dream i have uh to take that further and, and maybe even get out to everest one day the next one i want to do is denali um but you're just an inspiration man and just watching you do your thing and uh you've got this aura about you brother thank you greg yeah is, man. There, is there a question i can answer any way i could serve you today just thanking you and, and um you know i i guess it'd be how you got Got to that conclusion is you know like when you wanted to get out to Everest. When did that hit you? So Everest was a tricky one, and and it was inextricably tied to the walk, and the walk was inextricably tied to a lot of other things that kind of snowballed. But 
and it and it and it actually is a beautiful um question to follow Richie's question, who was just on, because Everest came from the snake bite. I was walking across America. I'd been walking, gosh, I don't know, maybe four months at that point. I'd walked 1,797 miles, I think, and bang, pain shoots up my left leg, and then I hear that, that rattle. And I'm in the ICU three nights, you know, and and they explained to me, this is, uh, this is serious. You know, you're going to be in the hospital a while, um, and we just got to make sure that you don't lose your foot. It's looking good now, um, but we got to keep you here. And, and, you know, you're going to be here a while. I ended up being ICU three nights, five, five nights in the hospital. And then it's not like I just went back. I had to go home. Like I was on a walker, crutches, and slowly, slowly, but surely this funny thing happened. I healed. I healed. And then I had a decision to make. And the decision was I either stay home and mind you, everything is comfortable at home. Now I'm in air conditioning. Now people are cooking for me, you know, and, and, and also I'm getting tons of attention and affection and love. And I'm actually getting more famous. And my whole life and career before that was all about getting more famous. Like, as, and you're a musician, like it's all about you're number 10 on the chart. How do we get to nine? You're nine. How do you get to eight? You know? And so now I'm hurt. And I'm on all the news stations. All my heroes are DMing me on Instagram. Like guys I grew up listening to telling me feel better. And so I'm getting all this attention for being injured. And subconsciously, there was a part of me that didn't, that wanted to stay injured because it equated the injury with love. But it actually wasn't love. It was attention. It was sympathy. It's not, it's very different from real love. And I realized, you know, like, whatever that part of me, that voice is, I got to stop listening to that right now. And so I got better and I decided to go back and finish. And I had a thousand more miles to walk. And like, it's like, dude, walking across America sucks. It's hot. It's hot. Like you're in incredible physical pain every day, pain to the point where, you know, you're a runner. You're like, it hurt to get up. It hurt to stand up in the morning. I don't think every day, like, how am I going to do this? You know, and then kind of loosen yourself up. After you walk that first half mile, mile, you're like, okay, I can still move. But there's also this persistent thought of, are the, are, is the pain I'm feeling and causing permanent? Or not. And that was hard to delineate and distinguish every day out there. Was is this is this pain I'm causing my feet that I feel all the time now? Is this gonna last forever? I'll go back to that same spot, the snake bit me. I start taking steps. And the whole thing I'd been looking forward to was the Rocky Mountains, man. Like I could just see the Rockies in the horizon. And they were like this linchpin in the walk because 
I was moving at a certain clip because I didn't want to get caught there when it got too cold, you know, and I was hitting them in August now, which was like perfect. And I knew other people that have been doing the walk that were ahead of me and everyone kind of like, and I'd read books on the walk and everyone said like, when you get to the Rocky Mountains, you get high elevation, you have to slow down. Like, you know, dock your expected mileage by 10 to 20%. So if you're walking 24 miles a day, maybe you only try to get 20. I came back from the snake bite and I got into the mountains and dude, I, I was just crushing it. I was like, man, I don't, I'm not docking shit. Yeah. I'm gonna walk my normal 24. And I went up and over those things. And then it then then it was I'm I'm gonna climb Everest. I'm yeah, that had to give you insane confidence, huh? It, it, I just I, I knew I could do anything. And it was it was it was a difference, Greg, between delusional confidence, which is like I could do anything because there's spe- something special about me. It wasn't that. That's a confidence out of like being uneducated. This was a confidence going, climbing Mount Everest is going to be even harder than this. But look at me now. I do hard shit. That's who I am. So it was a confidence rooted in reality. And for me, I'm careful around Everest. And I understand you're considering it. And it's a personal decision. The reason I'm careful around it when I talk to people about it was, for me, Everest was a calling. I had to do it. Everyone came and told me, and if you ever make this decision, you'll experience this. Everyone comes and tells you this is a horrible idea. And they're right. It, they're right. It's so dangerous, and it's, and, and it's very selfish. That's what makes it beautiful. It's, it's a horrible it's idea. It's also very beautiful at the same All time. All horrible ideas wind up being the, some of the best. Correct, if they work out. Correct. Yeah. If they work out. If you go there and you die, you don't look so smart, and it doesn't look so beautiful. Yeah. Or you go there and you lose a few fingers, it looks so. So I... Everest is a dice roll, and I researched it very well. I understood the risk. And at that time in my life, Everest has a 1% death rate. That was within my tolerance of risk at that time. Mind you, now it's not. I wouldn't go back. So that tolerance has changed for me, and there's different factors to consider on, on life. And so for me... And I'm the same with the walk. It's like if someone has to do it, I'll, tell, I'll, I'll do a separate call with you and I'll tell you everything I know to help you be successful. But until that time, if it's not like I have to do this, I wouldn't do it. What's something, I wouldn't do what's it. something you have to do now? Is there anything this, on the list? This. Yeah. Um, but there's more for sure. So right now I just started writing my first book. I have to do that. And I, I suspect in some ways <laughs> it's going to be harder than, than Mount Everest. That's good um, stuff though. Yeah. And for me, honestly, having, having um, completed those, those tasks, those goals, it became really obvious to me that the, the, the biggest challenges in my life weren't going to be doing the next hardest physical thing. Although I love those things. 
and they're important. I still do some of them in different ways without risking my life. But it's important, especially for us men, to sometimes go grind ourselves a little bit, you know. Um, but it became really apparent to me that the most challenging but rewarding and important things for me, they were going to be in the area of relationships. They were going to be in the area of one-day marriage. Those are going to be the things where I was going to grow them. They, those are actually, believe it or not, when I finished Everest, the thought of getting married scared me more than climbing Everest again. Yeah. And that's totally honest. So for me, life has called me in different directions. And you'll get this because you're an athlete. Some of those endeavors, like this project now is starting a podcast, some of those endeavors are, are scary in, the, in different ways. And they call forth the same fortitude and determination and refusal to give up um, in, different, in different aspects. And so, um, I don't know, man. Was that helpful at all? Oh, man, I don't know, man. That, that was, that was helpful super helpful, man. And I'm, I look forward to your next chapter and, um, you know, your words and, and your appearances on podcasts and all that stuff. It just served as tremendous inspirations on some of my feats. I've been doing a, a running streak now. I'm going to hit seven years on December 31st. Um, so every of day, every day for, running, running every day, every day for running. almost seven years. Yeah. Yeah. So December 31st, wow. seven years. And you've accompanied me on, on a lot of those journeys, just listening to podcasts and getting all pumped up and telling people your, your story. And, uh, it's just cool to hear, man. So I'm, I'm stoked to see what's next. Absolutely, brother. And thank you for, for calling today. And, and this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. For sure, man. Good luck, buddy. Hey, man. God bless. My question is, what was your experience and like, what was harder? Because they both seem really challenging, which is going like the tour, the touring acoustic with your beard, like doing the pop up shows like in an RV, like seemed just as hard as like walking across America. Draining. No, walking across America was way was way harder. <laughs> way <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was way harder. I mean, there were some challenges to what she's referring to for those that don't know is years ago I did a thing with my buddies. We called it the Ninja Tour. And we would just drive around in this RV and post like we're gonna show up at this park and we just play a show for free. And I still occasionally do ninja shows like that. But no, walking across America was but no, physically, America mentally, was, all of it harder. It it was it was so it was really hard. I mean, okay, I was in I was in pain that I had never felt before, for yeah. sure. Wow, on a daily basis, it was really interesting as the the pain increased uh, linearly. So every day, I got a little, I felt a little more pain, and I walked for around 180 days. So each day walking became more and more painful. But interestingly, my the space of my consciousness or my awareness increased not linearly, but exponentially. And so there's a way to say this a little more, a little simpler. The walk hurt more and more each day, but I gave less of a fuck about it each day. 
So the, the percentage of my consciousness that the pain took up was smaller. And that was the gift of the walk across America was this expanded consciousness. And um, that's, a, that's a trophy no one can take away. That's awesome. Yeah. I wish you blessings. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. God bless oh, you. Oh, quick Mike. question. How, what's Adam God up to? Adam Friedman? Yeah. Crushing it. He's making music. Uh, he produced a, a bunch of Ty Verde's. I don't know if you're familiar with Ty Verde's music. Um, but Adam's crushing it, man. He's he's uh, producing for all sorts of artists out here. All sorts That's of awesome. Artists, uh, and then Mansions. Yes, Anything Mansions. Anything new with Mansions? Uh, mansions 2 came out October 31st. 31st. Me touring. No touring right now. No touring right now. No touring right now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll keep an eye out. Love. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Your My name, name is Tracy. Where are you calling from? And I'm from Denver. Denver. <laughs> Denver. I actually did meet you uh, in 2011. Is that yeah, right? But we didn't get to take a picture because right. you, kind of you kind of were just busy, so... Take a screenshot now. Take a screenshot now. <laughs> there. Did you get it? Yes. Yes, I did. You look awesome. <laughs> so thank I, you. I do have like a, I do have thank two you. questions. So one, I I've been dealing with like a lot of things lately, like with my dog passing away and with me uh, being like just finding out that I'm a diabetic too, and like my my um why with me being like having a hematoma like the hematoma like it was just like um a bruise like this and now it's just like huge like it's like humongous so they're gonna but they're gonna drain it next week but um one of my questions is like like um well i'm going out to dinner tonight but i don't know like what to eat with me being a diabetic because my like sugar's been like a roller coaster lately, so I don't know what would be good for a diabetic to eat at an Italian restaurant because it's all like nothing but sugar, or you know what I mean. Like it's just I don't want it. I don't want to mm -hmm. end up going into a coma while eating, or <laughs> so I didn't know like what you suggest eating at an Italian restaurant. Like you know, I I don't know. Okay. I got you. First of all, I won't pretend to be a nutritionist because I'm not. But uh, I would I would recommend probably not going to the Italian restaurant. You're going to want to start cooking your own food. And then I want to refer you to uh, a friend of mine named Robbie Barbero. Write down that name, name Robbie, Robbie Barbero. Barbero. I have a pen or pencil, but I could just put it in my phone. So. <laughs> yeah, write down Robbie Barbero and check out his stuff. I believe he has a book and he has some uh, classes online all about diabetes and diet and um he's a great resource and a friend of mine and he's like the he has diabetes and he is the pillar of health like he's one of these guys like his eyes are glowing i'm like you you look so healthy um and there's a difference right between fitness and health right some people are like good shape but they have no energy he's like sort of glowing so I would just rec I would really refer you to his stuff and and recommend you check it out sooner than later and take action uh, on on what he's recommending. 
Okay, and then the next question is, like, with, with just being healthy, just, just in any, like, health mostly, like, what do you have, like, what advice do you have for me, like, with being, like, because I, like, with me being a diabetic now, and with, like, me having, like, anxiety and depression, because I, I do have, I do have, like, two, two emotional support animals, but, like, <laughs> like, if I don't have them with me, like, do you have, like, any, like, advice for, like, yeah yeah i think what's really important for all of us as humans is why we have to figure out why we're here what we're living for it's not enough just to be alive we have to have a why we as humans need that all of us me you everyone listening we have to have a why and so if i were to give you a little homework it would be to, okay, I'm dealing with the diabetes, a death of a pet, anxiety, depression. This is a lot to deal with, right? Yeah. For anyone. Okay, so I would want to get really quick, really clear if I were you on why I want to overcome all of these challenges. What am I here to do? Why do I want to be alive? These are real questions. Yeah. Be alive. Yeah. Okay, okay. And the answers to those are the first step because that's what gives you the juice, the motivation, and the energy to then work on the all the these are these challenges. Yeah. Because all those require energy to deal with and overcome. And they all have different protocols and you have to go down different paths of, you know, learning from different teachers and Robbie reading his book and this person, that one, or, or someone else's and does it, maybe it doesn't work at first. Now, okay, now I have to try something else. That all requires energy. So where do we get the energy from? We get it from why. Okay. And so I would do that ASAP. Put on some music. And I'll take out a pen and paper and write, hey, hey, do do I do I do I really and all of us can do this, right? Everyone listening can do this. Hey, what do I really want to be alive for? What am I here to do? What is life asking of me? And what is a future that if I could have it, or even if I could have some of it? In a year, two years, three years, five years, in two months, that would really fire me up. Tell me what a life that excites you would look like. Like now? Yeah, a year uh, in your future. I want to be a mom because I haven't done that yet, but I want to because I, I did lose one baby, but then that was like years ago, you know, but like I just don't. Well, I kind of have that fear too, of not caring a child too. So that's what, that's part of the anxiety too. But I got the anxiety from when I lost my dad. So it kind of just, yeah. But it's mostly a, like wanting to be a mom, you know, and not just not just like a fur mom, but like 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 human, like mom, you know. So I'm <laughs> just like that's like one of the one of my goals too. And then 
me just wanting to be healthy too. So, right. So a future where you are a mother, you are stewarding new life into this world. You're caring for something, another human. This is your your purpose right now. Yeah. And this is your reason for doing these other things. This is your juice. And so when days get hard, and you may be in a hard day right now, and close your eyes for a second. Okay, and, hold. And maybe everyone can do this with her. It's okay. And and if you're watching this, you could do this with her and just send her energy. Take a deep breath in. Let it go. 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 And here, with your eyes closed, I want you to imagine that child in your arms. And it's everything you thought it would be and more. There is love pouring out of every cell in your body, out of your heart. A love that you've never experienced before. You would give anything for this being that's here in your arms. Smell the baby. It smells good. See the baby with your eyes closed. And see how it really is an extension of yourself and your lineage and how you're participating in life by bringing it forth. Hear the baby and the sounds it makes. Feel how you pat its back when it spits up a little bit. And how when it cries or makes some, any, some other noise, you know intuitively what it's feeling. Because you're so connected. Your heart has been broken open by this being, this child, in a beautiful way. And you get to teach this wonderful child everything you learned from what you overcame. Not from what you learned in a textbook or from what somebody told you or from what some guy on a podcast or a book or... No, you get to teach this child from what you learned by overcoming 
inexplicable hardship. You were taught by the greatest teacher. You were made a great mother by the greatest teacher by life. It's real. It's done. And I want you to open your eyes. How did that feel? Good. Better. And so on days like this and the hard days that will surely follow because none of us, nobody watching, not me, not you, none of us get out of here without some real challenges. And yours aren't finished. And you're in the middle of some right now. But you can always go back to that. That's what you're living for. Cool. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you. God bless you and your family. Happy holidays. You and you. Happy holiday. Bye. Would you like to know my biggest goal? Yeah. Playing for yeah. the USA women's uh, paraplegic Olympic team. Wow. That's what I want. How do we, how do we transform the goal into a plan? We well, I'm starting with plan. the solar, um, the uh, sled bears, which is like part of the solar bears uh, Orlando hockey team. Okay. That was like my second plan. Because I originally wanted to do music. And right now, I've been going through so much that I've had to take school off at least two times now. I was actually going to, um, for, uh, not Florida Career College. That was the first um, one I went through. But I went through um, uh, First Institute, mm -hmm. which shout out to them. They have mm -hmm. done amazing with us. Uh, it's a, you go in quick, you do what you're supposed to do and you leave into the music industry. They've done a lot. And I'm, I want that as a section second option now. So I can do my paraplegic um, goals. Like I could be a goalie, but I want all in the action, man. I've been a hockey fan for a really long time. And that's like what I want. I'm ready to get into the game of that. So when I asked how you're doing, you said okay. And you also I mentioned am. you've been going through a lot lately. So, yeah. so I want to serve you in our time together. What's missing right now? Um, I would have to say family. I'm missing a lot of family. Okay, say more. Say My more. family disowned me before. Well, actually, it was like 2020, 2021. My family disowned me. Um. My family was everything to me. I had cancer when I was little. And that pulled my family together. After I wrecked it as a little kid, I was really sick and no one knew about it. And um, I got cancer and we all, we all came through together. It was all that mattered. Mm -hmm. And my heart and soul goes out to my family for hurting them when I was a little kid. And they know that. We all, like, we got through that. And then, like, a bunch of bullshit happened in my life. That shouldn't have happened. I, uh, I fell in love with someone online, and we both broke each other's heart. And I left because it started getting abusive due to people that shouldn't have been in my life. But 
they were supposed to help me and instead they destroyed everything I've ever had in my life. Everything. And I'm trying to trying to go after doctors who I thought were my family. Completely thought they were my life. And um, they uh, did a malpractice lawsuit on me and my best friend. My best friend, she, her name is Cynthia Aurora Santiago. She uh, had brain tumors due to the acreage cancer cluster that no one knows about due to Rick Scott. Like, completely. He has... The acreage cancer cluster was a bunch of brain tumors of little kids, and I... My best friend died of, of that. She mm -hmm. had brain tumors that lined her entire spinal cord. And in the end, that's how she went out. But she took it into her own goals, and she was terminal no matter what. But before she died, she set up a giant lawsuit, completely a giant lawsuit going after the company that wrecked her life. Like, they put chemicals into the soil and into the water in the acreage. Um, if, could I send you a link about like, it's literally her court case and yeah. these people hit it, like completely hit her life of brain tumors and so many more people died. We have an entire, um, we have a, um, um, bricks that we laid out that my, my friend and my family that I would call her, she did an entire brick layout of all these people that passed away from brain tumors and other tragedy where these families can go and they can do whatever they need to, to heal. But this place is such, so bad, like kid after kid was just developing brain tumors. And like I said, I had cancer when I was a little kid and my best friend, like she was my best friend that we went through school together. And she, oh my God, she was my life. She was everything. We had cancer prom every year. We went and we got dressed up and like the Miami Dolphins, the Miami Hurricanes, the Miami Panthers, the Miami, which was my team. And that's why I wanted to go. When I was 13, I became paralyzed. And that was the first sport I wanted to play was hockey. Because, oh my God, just getting on the ice and boom, you know, sled right into the other sled. And like, oh my God, like, and that's my, that's it. Like you see me lighting up because that is it. I do. And like my music is important too, because that's how I express myself too. Mm -hmm. And like, I have mm -hmm. music. I mean, I'll probably be a one hit wonder, which, Hey, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I have a song that's important to me because it, it lets me out. And like, I can't sing, but like this song is the one. Hey, one and, hit wonder's been the, better than a no hit wonder. Hey, one yeah, hit wonder's yeah. better, than, better than no hit wonder. My, I can get my Courtney. my my feelings out, and you know, Milo saved my life. I almost died. My my dog, he he um, he alerted to my family that I was having a seizure. I was seizing in the morning, and he was in my room. Thank God, because if he wasn't in my room, I would have died. My dad had to come in and start CPR, and um. He did, and I I lived because of him. I had two grandma seizures, and I'm on, like, you know, the meds for all of it. It's crazy. But, like, my dad's also a retired firefighter from Palm Beach County mm -hmm. for 25-plus years. 
Also, shout out um, real quick. I want the world to know I had this plan when I was a little kid. I was, in 2009, I was diagnosed with leukemia. And my, this little girl, she was three years old. She went through leukemia treatment like I did. And she was diagnosed first with leukemia. We had the same matching Tinkerbell blanket. We had the same leukemia. And down in the acreage, they have no place for kids to go to get treatment. It's just hospitals we walk into, and we can get exposed to all the germs. This little girl, she was going through treatment, and they sent her up to an Orlando hospital to get finished up her treatment, and she passed away from the swine flu back in 2009. I started my own foundation called Courtney's Wish to raise $6 million to build a cancer center right next to the hospital that we were going to. What happened was the, I actually made it my make-a-wish. This little girl, I found out she was in the hospital when I was in the hospital myself. So I found out and I was like, okay, I'm making it my make-a-wish. This is my goal. Six million to get on the Ellen show and just ask everyone for a dollar around the United States. Like, how could that fail? And make-a-wish said, because I was solicitating money that they couldn't do it. So I made my raised my own foundation called Courtney's Wish just to ask everybody and with the firefighter community we had a lot of help mm -hmm. what we didn't get was that that cancer center but we got a cancer um we got like a little place for kids that need the therapy to go to like not hospital wise not the port in injections but for their mental health, because that's important. You know, I didn't really have that growing up. So you created a center? Yeah, but it's not. Fuck yeah, Courtney. For treatment, which is the hardest part, because it was for treatment. I understand. Mental health checks and stuff, and like help, help with homework and other stuff that's important. So they have that, but they don't have the actual center for cancer treatment. How much money did you raise? I raised... Okay, for one cancer institute, I raised 60 grand for kids with cancer. Wow. And it's literally 15 minutes, just me, me talking. And then the other one I raised, I think it was like 123 grand or something. What? Yeah. So, like, that was what I was able to give to them. It didn't, they didn't build the actual institute to get treatment. They, they got mental health treatment. And that's. I get it. Yeah. Very important. So, like, I'm planning on just doing everything for them. I love them. They didn't get the treatment center they deserve, but they need to They need to release all the information about the cancer cluster because people have no idea. People are still moving into that city. It's just, it's ridiculous that, like, all these people hid the truth. And, like, I've, I've been nothing but truthful about not even here, but in my life because that's a big blessing yeah all of that out and just be honest like i had a very rough childhood and no one knew about it and i wish i wish i would have gotten the mental health then because like if i did my entire life would be changed right now and it's not fair that i've done really bad things in my life because i was a sick child and like i 
the craziest part is I'll tell you the truth right now. When I was little, I was molested by a family member, and this is really important. And my my mom's cousin ended up getting leukemia. It's this got so bad that I literally prayed to God to give me leukemia. Leukemia in the, no way fans or buts leukemia and the hopes of like you know me passing away because it was that bad and if it didn't stop that my abuser would end up losing their legs somehow like completely like just out of my mind in 2009 august 7th i ended up being diagnosed with ALL leukemia and from going through that um 2016 the same family member ended up raping me and because of that, about three months later, he ended up losing his leg in a car accident, killing someone new too, which he has to live with for the rest of his life. And me too, with all my past mistakes. And it's terrible because they were abused too. They were sick and it's not fair to any of us, but I'm trying to move on and my family disowned me. So that's what I'm doing. I'm moving on with my life. I'm pushing forward. I keep moving forward because of your kind of music and because of who you are as a person, everything important in this world. Like I am waiting for my, for my safety and my, my life to come back to me because I've lost all that with my family disowning me. But I am completely moving forward and it's your your inspirational everything that helps me move forward because I have that in my life. I have that stability and I want that back when I was, I was better years ago. And then all of this, like I said, I was okay, but like, I'm not okay. I have so much hell that I'm going through and I just. Courtney, I want to, I want to offer you just some prayers. Yeah. And so I want to, yeah, I just want to want you to close your eyes. And if everyone watching could also close your eyes. And if there's one thing we learned from your story, hey, girl, you got some, you got some powers. You better be careful what you pray for. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, completely, completely. completely like, it, it completely is insane that I prayed for that because he, he got what he deserved too. But, like, he deserves better as well. Like, we went through so much, and I just want – better in this world for everyone like my best friend died in vain like that's how want, she feels and I that to, fucks me yeah. up but i'm i'm here for her and i'm okay because of her she's my she's my life her name is cynthia aurora santiago and don't let anyone ever forget that i want you to close your eyes and everyone listening let's let's please close our eyes and no matter what you're beliefs are in God or not I want us all to open our hearts and send love to Courtney Courtney you you receive pain that no one should have to go through deep deep pain and I believe there are no mistakes sometimes God gives teachers extreme pain <laughs> yeah extreme pain and I believe you were supposed to go through this so others wouldn't have to. Yeah. You are such a light. And I don't know if you're, if you, I want you to keep your eyes closed. 
but the comments that people are writing in on how much they love you, what an inspiration you are. You're such a light. We can all feel your pain, but we can also all feel your heart. You're good. Your aptitude and your desire to alchemize your pain into something beautiful with the money you've raised and everything you're up to. You're such a special human being. And I just have to tell you, how old are you? 27, going to be 28. This is just the beginning. <laughs> this is just the beginning. The things you will accomplish, the souls that you will touch, the souls you've already touched, you'll never know your impact. But you are here for a reason. That much is true. You are a powerful person. You are now lacking stability. But I believe that's because God wants you to create stability in yourself. And when you learn and as you learn to develop that and love yourself more, your gifts that you're able to give will just explode exponentially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I hope you can feel the love we're all sending to you right now. We love you. And I'm praying for your forgiveness. Yeah, because I need that. And I hear it. I hear it in your language. That you are creating the space to forgive yourself and your family. And I'm praying that that forgiveness transforms from language into actuality. I want to forgive that your best friend died. For all the pain you had to go through. Pain that no one should have to go through. Yet you did and you are. And you are so loved. You are so loved. Thank you. You are so welcome. I love you so much, my closer. Hey, I love you too. You do, you do it for yourself. You do it for yourself. I'm trying, by the way. I'm trying to walk again. I want to get my braces back and a brand new wheelchair. It's important. Yeah, it is. The other day, it was 10 years since I tried walking again. It's crazy. I don't think I could ever walk across the States. <laughs> At least, not without hope. But I'm trying to stand so I can stand on a cash register for work. And I've been practicing, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I really like my physical therapist. He helps me a lot. But I've, like I said, I've been dealing with a lot. So I've missed a few past ones, but I'm trying to keep moving forward and getting to my other ones. So it's been really hard. It's been literally 10 years since I tried standing and everything. And then the other days, like a week or two, well, a couple weeks ago, I was standing up at the mirror mm -hmm. of my bathroom. Yeah. And I'm really proud of myself. Fuck yeah! Like, I'm really proud. And, like, I'm praying that I can stand out the cash register. Because I can do it. I know I can. And I have really pretty braces, but they don't fit anymore. So I have to get new ones. And I'm ready for it. It's just, like, I have to get my wheelchair first. So that they actually give me a wheelchair that's 
fitting to my body. Yeah. Because the one I have right now is for like a teenager's body. Like it, it's not one for me. I actually have something pretty cool on my car. I call it a transporter. It comes all the way out, goes down, and picks my chair up, and then it stores it on top of it so that I don't have to take anything off. Yeah. This is like 32 pounds, and I can't lift it into my car. So now I'm going for a chair that's 10 pounds with nothing on it, and I'm so excited. <laughs> like, it's it's like a restart on my life, and, like, that's what I need. And I'm trying, I promise, I'm trying so hard to get that restart on my life and just keep moving forward because that's all I do. Like, that is my life motto is keep moving forward. Yeah. So, listen, I want to I wanna end with one thing with you. Because you're, you're such a special human. You told me you know you can. Right? You know you can. I want to ask you, will you? Because I know you can too. You know you can. But will you? There's a big difference between can and will. Will you? Can I send you my video that happened a couple of days ago? Yeah. But first tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm asking though, will you do it or not? Yeah, if I have help, because I've that's all I've been asking for is help. What are you gonna do? Whatever I need to do and work my life. Well, I'm saying your goal was to be on the hockey team. What else? You wanna you wanna stand again? Yeah. Yeah. Is it a maybe? Is there a if? If I get help, are you gonna do it? Yeah, I I just have to like call doctors and stuff and right now with what I'm going through is that I don't trust my doctors <laughs> like that's not fair to me because they're supposed to help me and they ruined my life and I'm trying to move forward and I know I will will I will because this isn't fair to me but I'm gonna keep moving forward and like Everyone I want to help and continue making our lives better. My family. I miss them. I love them. And it sucks. Yeah. But I'm going to keep moving forward and doing everything, which is walking. Even though it's a little rocky right now. And then, uh, it's not fair. And then, uh, everything I can. Because, like, I have goals. LOL, definitely. <laughs> So I just wanna I just wanna ask you and I want you to leave this call on your path. Meaning, what is the step, metaphorical step, you need to take the next step you need to take to move in the right direction? Um make sure I don't miss my meds on time. Okay. I need to keep your meds. Okay. And what else? To make my bed in the morning. Okay. And what else? Reminding myself I'm important. Fuck yeah, you're important. <laughs> and that I just got to call some insurance bullshit and uh, make sure I can get the help I actually need. I think I might go into yeah. the lab soon. Courtney, you are such a powerful being. There's not a doctor or an insurance, none of these things are going to fucking stop you. Am I wrong? No, because I'm important. Yeah, you're important. 
<laughs> Thank you for your help and everything Absolutely. you've done. You're I doing love it. you so much. Sometimes I hate feeling, but other times I'm so thankful for it. My listeners. <laughs> I want you to repeat your big goal to me, which you started off with. But I don't want you to listen. Before you do so, I want you to listen to these directions, okay? When you say it, I want you to say it 10 times. And each time, I want you to get fucking louder. <laughs> okay. And I want you to say it in a specific way, which is I will no matter what, what your goal is. And by the end of those 10, hold on, I'm going to say, by the end of those 10, I and all 146 people here listening, we better believe you or else you have to do it again. Okay. <laughs> I will no matter what. I will no matter what be playing hockey. I, I will no matter what be playing hockey. For I can't hear you. <laughs> I will be playing for the USA women paraplegic team. I will be playing for the USA paraplegic women. I can't hear you. Playing for the USA women's team. I can't hear you. I'll be playing for the USA women. Yes. I will be playing for the USA women. Yes. I will be playing for the USA. Louder. I will be playing for the USA women's team. No, no matter I what. I will be playing for the USA women's team. Three more. I will be playing for the USA women's team. I will be playing for the USA women's team. I will be playing for the USA women's team. No matter what. I will be playing for the USA women's team with a single out. Let's go. And that's the truth. I love you. I believe you. I gotta go. I love you too. I gotta go also. God bless you, okay? Go get it done. You're up in possible circumstances, but that's what you do. You beat impossible circumstances. Yeah. 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 Love you too. Peace. Bye. Hey, if that didn't get you figured, fired up, I don't know what will. She will be playing for the USA women's hockey team no matter what. Let's go. Thank you to everyone listening, watching. We'll see you next time if I didn't get to your question. Hopefully I will next time and I'm, I'm sending you love. Bye. Keep going.